other siders. Welcome back and thank you for your patience. We were going to drop the podcast this morning and we ended up dropping it a little later than we normally do, but I promise you it's for good reasons. I am your host, Tiffany Rufino. If you've been with us, thank you so much for hanging out with us still. And if you are just joining us, we welcome you too. I am here with the boss to my leadership, Mr. Rufino. Hello. Hello. And uh, I say that specifically because um, (laughs) there's so many great things. Okay. So the first thing is, is that we have uh, a couple of merchandise items that we have created that support podcasts that we've had in the past, or maybe a catchphrase that has been said during podcasts. One of them is think like a boss, act like a leader. Uh, we have a product page on the website, the other side, enterprise.com or Tiffany whichever is easier, quicker for you to access. Definitely do that and check it out. Uh, we should have merchandise on there by Wednesday, which would be uh, the 17th of this month. So that's exciting, right? Very exciting. And I know the uh, act like a boss, think like a leader shirt is super popular. It's gotten a lot of uh, great feedback online. And I see you in production with those. So um, yeah, if you want an other side t-shirt, get on board. Yeah, definitely join the website or look at the website and, uh, you know, place your orders. And we are trying to fulfill them as quickly as they are coming in. It's super exciting. I think, uh, I guess we can give like a little nugget of information, but one of the shirts that we're going to create that's part of the other side is where the front just has the word the, and the back of the shirt says other side. I think that's just going to be your thing. <laughs> it's part of the great pun tradition here at, uh, I'm very punny. I'm <laughs> very punny here side. at the other side. And that's <laughs> the other side of humor, right? You either are, have a sense of humor or you don't. And, that's um, the truth. we like hanging out on the sense of humor side. <laughs> And so then there's a major announcement. I know that we uh, spoke last podcast about us doing a YouTube video, which we are still doing, and we will bring to you by the end of this week. But the other thing that we were working on is something that I'm going to turn over to my boss, my (laughs) boss, uh, to discuss, because I think you can speak more eloquently, eloquently. See, I can't even do it eloquently (laughs) than I can. So, uh, Mr. Rufino, would you care to explain? Absolutely. So we have just launched our Patreon page. Our what? Patreon. Patreon. I I always have trouble uh, because it's a patron, but the actual website is Patreon or Patreon. I don't know. How Um, is it spelled? P-A-T-R-E-O-N. So... Basically, this is a way for you to support the other side and get a little more interaction with us um, at the same time. So there are different membership tiers on there where you can get access to things like uh, behind the scenes uh, content, uh, Q&A sessions, and um, you also become like a VIP member at one of the tiers where when, whenever we have polls to uh, decide on new topics, you can get in on the fun and things like that. So definitely check it out. The uh, address is patreon.com forward slash Tiffany Rufino and, you know, give us feedback. We'll, we'll also be uh, posting things on there for 
our Patreons from time to time. So you'll get great content there too. Yes. And that was way more clear than I could have ever done. So I'm giving you the golf clap. Great job. Excellent. Great job. Uh, So let's kind of tie this into the podcast. When I had you explain to our other siders about Patreon, after you were done, what did I do? You gave me some positive reinforcement. Some positive reinforcement. Have you ever been in a scenario where you've watched someone receive negative? I, I don't even want to say reinforcement, but I guess it is a reinforcement. Um, give me some context. So you mean as in I'm a customer or I'm an, a fellow employee? Both. So let's say you're at work and uh, your boss... Mm-hmm. goes up to one of your coworkers and happens to either berate them or uh, say something passive aggressive to them or just something negative to them. Have you ever been around a scenario like that? I've actually had that happen in a sales job that I had. And we had a manager that when they were unhappy with somebody, they chose like a team meeting to express that. And that was very, very uncomfortable. Um, it actually made the team all together kind of turn on that manager. And rally with the employee. Well, really, in in, in weird passive-aggressive ways. Like, they would miss their quota by just a little bit on purpose so that overall they would hit just enough for them to look good, but for her to look bad. See, I never understood that because especially with quotas and especially in a sales environment, you end up hurting yourself and not the, you you know, it's like rage against the machine. This is for the man. We're going against the man, right? But, oh, my paycheck is a lot lower because I thought I was hurting them, but I actually hurt myself. So It actually, well, it, it makes you think. How much do they dislike that manager that they're willing to cut off their their own nose to spite their face, like their own income just to needle at that person? Right. And when they rally with the employee, usually what happens in in any scenario, whether it's personal, whether it's uh, business related, is that if someone feels that they were wronged, they will continue telling the story to other people to get validated that they weren't the ones that were wrong, that they were mm-hmm. in the right and they need somebody to just validate them so that they're not going home overthinking the scenario on how it could have been different and why wasn't it different. Um, so with your scenario, with that employee, I've seen scenarios and in, in, in past jobs, we've talked about this and joked about it, is that You know, you have that one person that doesn't come in in dress code and you have a whole meeting about dress code, even though there's just one person that's not in dress code instead of directly addressing that person. And again, you know, if you direct that or address that person in front of everybody, then you come across as the boss, not a leader, uh, as being rude. Right. You know, because this clearly didn't need to be addressed with everybody. And you could have pulled the employee aside so you're not picking them out and making them feel embarrassed in front of the group. Even though the employee chose to not dress in dress code, <laughs> it doesn't need to be addressed in front of everybody. Yeah. Um, you, As a leader, you want to motivate people to do their best. 
And when you berate people and you lead out of fear, what you're going to uh, inspire people to do is the minimum, which is, and I've said this before on the podcast where there's zero to one management and zero to 100 leadership, right? So zero to one meaning, I I, I think of like the movie Office Space where they had the pieces (laughs) of flair and jennifer aniston jennifer aniston had the pieces of flair and the manager kept saying to her like oh don't you want to you so know that, but because that movie he was i'm sorry that movie was from the 1900s so let's yeah. explain it a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> so she worked in a restaurant and she had to wear these uh terrible suspenders and have pins that had sayings or buttons that had sayings all over her suspenders so it was called flair and it was never enough yeah and if you um if you haven't seen that movie it's it's hilarious classic it's great but um, all in all, <clears throat> overall, what, what happens is that manager is, and not to like overanalyze a, a comedy movie, but that manager is giving her this coaching right out on this restaurant floor. And so the, for someone who's not motivated, what he ends up getting is whatever the minimum number of pieces of flair is. And yeah, you know, you get the sense that if the approach was different and you were to look at somebody's motivation for why they want or why they would want to be successful, you're going to get a different result, right? Well, yeah, but I also think if you found out what was stopping them from coming into work dressed appropriately when they've always done it in the past, then you might find out something like, you know, serious that you could completely change the situation around. So maybe it's, you know, our my washing machine and dryer broke last night and this is all I had. You know, I can't afford to fix it right now. And I understand. I'm sorry. I came in at a dress. Co- I mean, you could put your foot in your mouth before you find out what's going on and completely destroy a team. And it takes a lot to rebuild a team from, mm-hmm. you know, showing your emotions in that moment. They look to you to be a leader and to lead them through the emotions. So all of this being said is because of a scenario that happened to me today. So I went to the grocery store and I was, uh, you know, doing my busy little thing. I had a list. I, I was very prepared. I was very type A today, which is what I needed to be to get stuff done. And so I'm walking <laughs> up and down aisles and then I'm like, oh, no, I forgot something all the way on the other side of the store like in the produce section. So I go to the produce section and I see what looks to be a manager with two other employees. And one of the employees was a younger guy. And he said to who I am guessing is a manager. He said, I took care of X, Y, Z. What else can I do before I leave for the day? And the manager replies to him pretty loudly. "Um, Maybe you could go home and take off your apron and actually wash it this time because it looks like a mess. And I heard that I'm probably not like out of all the people to say that in front of, I'm probably the worst person because now here we are talking about it, right? 100%. And I froze because I was on my path. I was going and I heard it and I'm like, okay, okay. Don't say anything yet, Tiff. Just wait and see. Maybe they have a joking relationship. The kid's going home. Maybe that's the joke. Like trying to put thoughts together to work myself through this. So I kind of hang around to look at the shelves and wait a little longer to see where the conversation goes. And the kid said, yeah, no, I tried. And and this part just didn't come out. I'm sorry. I'll go ahead. He's like, and so the manager and the other employee that's with him both get on him. 
They doubled down. They doubled down on him about, you know, so I don't know if that other employee was just trying to look good in front of the manager or whatever, because then she says, well, it just seems like you never come in, you know, looking the way that you're supposed to. So why don't you just go and get another apron from the back? And I was just like, is this is this real life right now? This is happening on the floor of a very busy, popular grocery store that is not known for behavior like this. I've never heard of an employee being treated this way in a store like this i've seen other scenarios in clothing stores and you know maybe a little uh what's the word snippy is the word i'm looking for but this conversation was continuing (laughs) it wasn't just and shame on me because i really should have gone over there and said something but i know it would not have come out the right way. <laughs> I would not be leading by example in that moment, but I had to I had to process the moment because I still don't have enough information to go and jump inside their conversation in order to educate them on, okay, right now you're not even being a boss. And you're definitely not being a leader, but let me tell you what you are being, right? And um, I don't know their relationships. I don't know if one was a manager. I don't know if... They were friends and this is a running inside joke. Like there's so many different scenarios where if I've never seen behavior like this before with um, the employees of this store, why would it just start that day? Right. So there could have been some joking around happening there. Let me tell you why it doesn't matter and why I say even if it is jokey, like when you're an employee, especially in a place like a like a supermarket or a grocery store where everybody can you, you know people can see you everybody right? knows your name um <laughs> so if you're in that environment you're on stage and so joking or not yeah doesn't matter. people people are not into like they're not privy to your inside jokes and in that case you have to be cognizant of that but all that aside one thing that you said, because you're usually the person that would go in and say, hey, um, you know, I've done that. I did that. Oh, I remember I did that um, at a clothing store and uh, and you were with me that day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this story that I'm about to tell? Yeah. The line for customer service was incredibly long uh, and we were returning items at this clothing store. And so as we were returning the idea were we returning or were we shopping like in the area of that i think we were returning something and no or maybe it was a gift wrap thing like that they had in the customer service Hmm. area i think we were shopping for gifts or something like that and it was a busy time of year i it might have been christmas i'm not exactly sure but um i'm a terrible storyteller by the way (laughs) it might have been you know i don't know in the year whatever and so there were two people that were set up to run customer service, doing the best that they could, as quick as they could, right, with with this line that was going. And so I happened to finish my transaction, and Jeff and I, you know, stayed in this the department area close to customer service because there were some things that caught my eye. And then I hear this woman go up to customer service, and she has this massive bag of returns. She doesn't have her receipt. Um, she's only going to get the lowest, um, price that this item was within the past 30 days, because that's their policy. If you don't have a receipt, then we can give you a store credit based on, you know, what the lowest sale price was within the last 30 days. And she starts yelling. Let me just say that if you shop at a, 
like if you've ever shopped at a department store, you kind of know that, you know, that that's the policy in a lot of places. How about you just read your receipt and read the return policy and just know that the person enforcing it is not trying to ruin your day? Yeah. Like, hold on to your receipt. Take a picture of it. Just have it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I'm listening and it catches my ear because that's either I'm just really nosy or I'm just really paying attention to leadership (laughs) and just paying attention to people. And um, I see the cash, the cashier, the customer service woman, and uh, she's an older woman. And I could tell, you know, she's been working probably all day. She's got this line, you know, going on in front of her. And all this woman wants to do is uh, really act entitled. You know, she wants this, she wants that, she wants to speak to this. She's then she starts talking about the character of the customer service person. You're being rude to me. You're doing this, you're doing that. And I'm like, she wasn't even rude. She was, yes, ma'am. I understand, ma'am. You know, I I wish I could change the policy for you. This is what it is. If you want to take this stuff back and try to find your receipt and come back. And you're telling me that, you know, I can't return this without a receipt. No, ma'am, I'm not telling you. And it was just going on and on and on. And I know that this customer was trying to wear down the customer service woman just to see if she could get something for nothing at that point. Right. Because really, she was angry at herself, not at the customer service person. And so eventually Jeff and I walk away and I'm just thinking in my head, like it didn't feel good. Oh no, it didn't feel good at all. And I just know that feeling like I've been in customer service before and I've understood what it's like to be on the other end of that. And so I looked at Jeff and I said, I'll be right back. And I went back to the customer service desk and, um, you know, I cut in front of the line (laughs) to speak to the customer (laughs) service woman. Everybody must've like, wanted to punch me in the back of the head right then. But I went up to her and I was just like, I just want you to know, I heard that whole exchange that you had with the woman with the returns. And she had a look on her face like, Oh no, like here's another one. Right. And I said to her, there was nothing that you said that was rude. There was nothing that you did that was wrong. You did everything that you possibly could. And I just really want to tell you or like commend you for the way that you handled yourself. Because I know during these times, it's not that easy and no joke, she burst into tears. And I was like, oh, I always make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm actually so glad you told that story. And the reason is because it showcases the type of customer that you are. Now, let me tell you the type of customer that I can be, which is limitless. Hey, other siders. Are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday, exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique, 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just a place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. So the type of customer that I am is probably the worst type of customer that any company can think of having. That's not true. And I'll tell you why. You are one that will give feedback on the spot and let them know like, hey, this is not a good thing. So... Even though you said shame on you for what happened at the uh, at the grocery store, it's out of character 
because normally you would have given the store that feedback that says, hey, this this didn't make me feel good as a customer. It's awkward giving feedback from six feet apart <laughs> versus yeah. where I could go right up and whisper to somebody, hey, it's not you. <laughs> now, me, I'm not uh, because I don't operate that way. I, I operate in I, I don't have subtle speeds. I don't give companies feedback like that. So if I don't feel good in your location, I just stop going. And that is a nightmare for for businesses. So you always have to think when you are on stage, and this is, I think, probably the overarching point of doing this kind of stuff in front of customers, because doing it in front of employees can kill your team. But doing this kind of stuff in front of customers, there's a certain percentage of the population that's going to tell you, hey, stop doing that. I don't like that as a customer. You're not making me feel good, etc. But then there, there are the the Jeffs of the world that will see that and suddenly they will stop spending money in your business. There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, but what I want to start with is that I think there, at least for me, there's a certain feeling internally that you get when you witness a situation that you just feel it through your bones that it's not good and you would not feel good if you walked away from it without addressing it with somebody, right? Um, when I went back to that customer service station and I talked to the the customer service person there, the customer that was giving her trouble was no longer there. Because um, I'm sure I would have had, I, I know me what I would have done if she was still there talking to that the um, employee, I would have interrupted them both. And I would have said something to the employee right in front of that customer. That's not unusual for me to do. I would have done it with probably a slight hint of passive aggressiveness and um, kind of like a be humble sort of attitude. Uh, so there's, there's that piece, you know, you got to trust your gut instinct. My instinct in the grocery store was yeah, it didn't feel right. It was embarrassing for me as a customer to be to bear witness to this kid getting berated. But what if it was sarcasm and the kid's apron was super clean and they were just joking around about how clean he was, right? And I I didn't want to go in there not knowing enough to do that. Whereas I watched this woman walk up and I saw the whole situation happen. Now, what I know to be true about Jeff is that he is not always silent like he says he is. He's not always one to just shut it down and then never go back. You have to hear his phone calls. <laughs> That's where the magic happens. And <laughs> I I did mean to have this be more of a podcast that combines uh, personal and business. And I think I think we're doing that, right? Like we're explaining me as a customer and witnessing this and then thinking about the employees and how they feel. And sometimes, you know, when you're in a situation where it's a group and you're addressing the group and somebody feels vulnerable enough to share a concern or share uh, frustration and it's supposed to be a safe place and the person that's their boss puts them down or says something just to kind of brush them off, that's where you show them that, no, it's not a safe place. And any one of you that steps up to share a concern going to happen to you too. So what happens to the team? They shut down, they stop responding, right? So if you've done that before and you wonder why your team hasn't been talking to you, you might have to go back and address some things and apologize for it, right? In that sense. But as a customer, 
my um, boss to the leadership here, Jeff has been known <laughs> to um, have some pretty interesting conversations over the phone with companies. Would you not agree? Yeah. And I think that also, like, I have a rule. If uh, if I call a company and they do a thing once and one employee tells me something, that could, and, and it's a bad it experience. It very badly for everybody. Well, if, if it's I a, will own you. <laughs> if it's a bad experience, I can say, you know what, that's just that employee Maybe they're having a bad day, et cetera. If it's two, then okay, then there's a okay, it's a coincidence. But if once I get to the magic number three, then I start looking at it as a pattern and it's the company, it's it becomes more of a feature than a bug. And so then I start reevaluating my entire relationship with that company. And that's when the magic happens, because then my phone calls become how much can I uh, make this company upset over the phone before or waste their time based on the amount of time that was wasted on mine. Whereas you kind of, you know, again, what is it? Cut your nose to spite your face because it's still your time that you're wasting on this company. But it's getting your frustrations out because I'd rather you do that with the company than me. So thank you (laughs) in advance for that. Um. Having said that, again, if if you have to, I mean, we don't want anybody to be even behind closed doors using any kind of tactics where you're making your employees feel less than or, you know, you, you want even the coaching opportunities to be positive. Right, because um, it wasn't the fact that it happened on the floor. It was not only did it happen on the floor, but what was said and how I felt hearing it, I could only imagine how the kid felt hearing it, right? Yeah. And I apologize for calling him a kid. He's just anybody younger than me at this point is a kid. But it, at the same time, I mean, even if it was happening behind closed doors, any opportunity to, to give out feedback, you want it to be positive because that puts people in a, in a position to receive it. As a customer or as an employer? As an, as an employee. No. Like, no, no, you don't want it always to be positive because then you're sandwiching what needs to be corrected. Well, what, when I say positive, I don't mean sunflowers and, you know, wonderful rainbows and stuff. I mean, you don't have to go at somebody angry or in a in a way to try to make them feel. And you know what a good example is the job that I had before the my current job. You couldn't have a coaching session without feeling like you were going to get fired in the very same sessions that they would tell you, hey, you broke records for doing great work at this. You always kind of left with the feeling. But was it good enough? Is is my job like your your manager would always say something like there's always something else. Something else you can do to be better. It's like the carrot and stick kind of thing. That's sandwiching. That's sandwiching a compliment with. uh, But I need you to do this. Let me ask you this. Did it it always happen in the same place in your place of business? Like what is it always the office? No, it would be anywhere. It would be on the floor. It would be. okay. And where I work now, you have conversations. It's always at the house. Very. (laughs) Well, it's, it's the conversations are a lot more productive. So even when you do something and you feel like, oh, I screwed up. I messed everything up. The The intention is, how can we get you better? So even the conversations where somebody might may be getting terminated, it's not, hey, 
we're terminating you because we hate you. It's, you know, and there are leaders that I've uh, met in my life that will tell you that when they fire somebody, that person thanks them because a, they knew they were getting fired, right? Mm -hmm. They were, it's not a, it's, it's now not an enemy kind of experience. They knew what was going to happen. And in some cases that leader actually says, well, let me see if I can help you get to where, like, this isn't the business for you. Let me see if I can get you to where, where you can be. Well, I think for the employees, sometimes it's, they don't have the, um, courage sometimes to go up to their leader or their boss and say, you know, I'm leaving I, or this isn't working out. I, and it's a, more of a relief when they're fired or laid off than mm-hmm. it is for them to have to tell somebody that they admire. Um, I'm just not living up to your standards. I don't think this is working out. You know, it like there's some thoughts that go through their mind f- that stop them from being able to take that charge of the situation. Right. Um, I will say this. Um, even in cases like, well, I'll use the grocery story again. You notice that um, the employee that was being made fun of, another employee jumped in, right? And started instead of, and not that they have to like defend or, or even say anything because it's not a comfortable situation, right? But if they think about the culture that that is promoting now, where they are, it's almost encouraged for them to make fun of an employee that isn't doing their job. So now when they see another employee doing that, are they more likely to create that kind of like a bully, like a bully culture? Well, I mean, we could go on and on about this topic for days on how, you know, emotions are separated from, uh, you know, conversations and the teasing happens because everybody's so used to communicating by text that they don't realize there's human emotions behind the text. Everybody interprets what the actual text or context is through the computer, through the phone. Like uh, there's so many funny YouTube videos about misinterpretations of text messages that are sent out. Uh, I think of key and peel. They have, you know, that one where one of them is, you know, receiving the text messages and, and thinking that they're uh, passive aggressive The birthday skit. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one's just like, Oh yeah, whatever whatever what do you mean whatever you know so um i think because there's so much of a separation of people especially with us not interacting um you know through covid you know in person um and now it's from behind a mask that there's a human emotion that's missing so it's easier to have a bully culture within that i remember uh one time where a, a customer came in at night just one of those customers that, you know, um, everybody's against us, the world's against us. And, you know, I don't give out my information because the government's against me. That's that type of attitude customer. Right. And it was late at night, was making a return. And, um, you know, at that point we had, you know, during that time we had to put in their information and we got into it, unfortunately. And, uh, it caused him to make a complaint on me to my boss at the time. And so I came in the next day and my boss calls me in the office and she's, you know, she's like, I, I don't know what to do here. You know, like, why would he say that you said this and you say that you didn't? And I said he was he had an attitude. He was aggressive. But when she looked back at the videotape, she's like, he wasn't that aggressive. But my emotions were so high. The small movements he made towards me 
felt more aggressive than necessary for uh, returning an item and me asking for his information at the time. And so it turned out that, um, you know, my boss ended up giving him a gift card, you know, for his trouble because the customer is always right in that scenario, whatever it was. And, you know, the employee that was that I was helping at the time because I was in management and uh, the employee was doing the return and she had called me up because he wouldn't give his info. She came up to me and she was like, I don't understand what the issue was. Like, you know, I told our boss X, Y, Z. She said, I don't understand why he had such a hard time with us. And I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. But I felt like, A, I might lose my job. You know, I thought that I was there to support the company and do everything that the company said as far as policies go and everything else. And by not getting this information, I had fear for my job instead of doing what was right and just saying, all right, then I'm just going to make up a name and I'll do the return, right? Because I've seen the behind the scenes of people getting terminated because of false returns of, you know, like their loss prevention looking for employees that they could catch. And, you know, it was such a culture of fear in that sense that I didn't take my common sense and apply it into how can I make this a win-win-win for everybody in this scenario. I ended up seeing the customer had come back to the store probably a week later to shop again. And um, it took like some nerve. But if this person was going to be a customer in the store, I I kind of use your term. I'm not going to be the one that's uncomfortable in, in my quote unquote home. You know, you're at work just as much as you are at home, if not more. So how are you going to make the situation right? And so in that turn, as the manager, I did go up to him and I said, I stuck out my hand. This was back in the day, so it wasn't a COVID thing, just to clarify. I stuck out my hand and I said, it's good to see you back in the store. I'm sorry that we had a misunderstanding. I'm glad that it got handled and let me know what I could do for you today or moving forward, you know, and, you know, we'll just change the relationship that you had here. And he said, you didn't make fun of his dirty apron. No, I didn't. And, you know, I could have went up to him and said, "Mm, you're going to use your gift card. Okay. Yeah. You got something for free and you got your return. Like, you know, I could have been the person that I used to be back in the day where, you know, uh, we'll just leave it there. But I wasn't, I, I took the higher road and that was, I think a huge, uh, point in my growth of just taking the higher road in a situation and approaching it with a positive so that nobody has to feel uncomfortable. Was it uncomfortable for me? Yeah. Cause I was growing and here I was trying not to apologize for what I did because I didn't feel like I did anything wrong, but I was apologizing that the situation even happened and it wasn't condescending because I, I wasn't trying to be condescending. I was genuinely sorry that we even had that moment because there was the ripple effect of what I had to experience with my boss. And then it caused doubt on her on who to believe. And then the customer experience, there was a whole lot of learnings there. So I wonder, you know, like looking back and thinking about that, and gosh, this is well over a decade ago, but I wonder what other customers might have been in the store that watched my interaction with this customer and wondered, you know, oh, wow, if I was going to return something, would, you know, this be the outcome? And that's where self-awareness comes in. And you're always self-improving on yourself (laughs) based on the experience you go through. Every experience that you have is going to be something new, even if it's with somebody you've known for 15 years, because you've never experienced that same experience in that day, in that moment, in that time. 
So just be self-aware, just be cognizant of the fact that it's not just you in the universe and that, you know, going back to one of our podcasts about purpose is that sometimes your purpose is to be there. My purpose today was probably to be in that store, to hear that conversation, to bring this podcast to life, because honestly, this wasn't the topic we had planned tonight. We had planned for another topic, but I was so fired up about it. I wanted to bring it to you. So whether you're the customer, the employee, or the employer, just be aware of who's around you and really what is the message that you're trying to send. And as always, on the other side, we're trying to send a message of motivation, inspiration, love, and support. And, um, you know, we just thank you for being a part of the other side. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.